All right, welcome to Silver Screen Previews for May the 6th, 2022. We welcome you across the Instagram Live platform. And also, we welcome you to the Silver Screen Previews uh, podcast, which you can hear on Spotify and on Buzzsprout. I'm your host, Rob Martin. And this week, we welcome a brand new co-host. Let's welcome across the aisle, the cheery, the blonde, and uh, the vivacious Jenny Bravada. Welcome to the show, Jenny. Hi, Rob. It's great to be here. Oh, it's fantastic to have you. So we're talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Jenny, you've seen the film. What did you think about it? Okay, so we got Benedict Cumberbatch back again as Doctor Strange. Yes. Um, I enjoyed him. I love Elizabeth Olsen. I always want to see everything she's in. Overall, I enjoyed it more than I think maybe some other people did. Uh, I was expecting it. I there were some mentions of some uh, things that wouldn't be good for younger viewers, as far as a few deaths that were kind of um, graphic. Right. I didn't think it was that <clears throat> much of a stretch from other Marvel movies. Um, I was expecting it to be a little bit more. Uh, maybe I was expecting the worst, basically. Right. Uh, as far as the overall, like it was nonstop action. There was very few down moments in it. Uh, as Marvel tends to to do. Right. And the director, Sam Raimi, I I enjoyed what he did with it. Um, Some people are saying this is like a darker Marvel film. As far as the Scarlet Witch, there were some people saying they really didn't like that Wanda took a Mm -hmm. dark side to it. But I I do think that with that, some people miss the fact that there there was a mention of the, uh, the book of Ashanti, Yes, yes, the the shanty book, yeah. Right, right. And the dark hold uh, that they were talking about. And I think they kind of, like, missed the fact that they said that can affect people and yes. make them different. And I think yeah. that's a big part of taking a perspective in yeah, yes. Definitely. I, I Look, I mean, I, I thought to myself... What are they trying to do here? There's so much going on. Now, did you get lost in a lot of the uh, of the movie? What did you What did you expect? What did you go in thinking? And what did you see and receive? There was a lot of terminology. I was kind of thinking this is like a really like I can see Comic Cons and people like quoting the you know the Dark Hold and talking about all these different new elements that they brought in. Yeah. Um, some people were complaining about how it's the multiverse and there weren't many multiverses seen. Yeah. Um, Except for that one scene, though. That one scene where yes. they just go through, uh, like, maybe 10 or 12 of them. <laughs> yes. What did you really think? quick. Um, I, I enjoyed that moment of of that. And so I like, you know, film starts off where uh, he's Doctor Strange is having a dream. Yes. And then that kind of flows through the movie about dreams and how you can travel through multiverses in dreams. Correct. Uh, and uh, I like that. Even in reality thinking, you know, if that was something real that we're really in a different state. So I, I thought that was a really cool um, way to tie in everything happening in reality Definitely. as well. Yeah, look, I, I don't know if it was me or was it uh, watching this whole screen of things going on. People can get easily vertigo watching this thing or some get some kind of a reaction like, what the hell am I watching here? But it's part of the character. That's part of what Doctor Strange brings to the table. You have to understand that this multiverse thing has gone on since the, uh, the I guess, second half of all the Marvel's movies started. Uh, was it called uh, Section Two or the uh, the second period or the phase? No, Phase Phase Two, right? Phase One. There was Phase One. Now there's Phase Two, Phase Three. Now I think they're in Phase Four. 
I just don't understand why they have to make it so complicated for the simple viewer. You know, even if you've seen the first one, you have to tie into the fact that you have to watch WandaVision in order to connect the dots and follow along. Yes, I know Scarlet Witch from the other Avengers movie. And that worked pretty well. Uh, now that she's a, a bad uh, character here because of what happened in WandaVision, people are like, well, wait a minute, wasn't she a good, uh, good character? Wasn't she a, a hero? No, apparently not. But what, what Elizabeth Olsen brings to the screen is gravitas, and she uses that to her advantage in the character, making it believable in all aspects. I just thought that they, they could have done a better job, uh, I guess, framing her when it came to uh, other parts of the story. Instead of just making it, it's, you know, Wanda that wants to be at home and Scarlet Witch. And I know what they were trying to pull here. Uh, and obviously everything comes to a head in the third act, which we're not going to obviously discuss yet. But for you as the viewer, you know, you watching this, you already told me that you saw the first one. Did this one improve on that impression or was it totally off base? Well, you know, there were some things in it that I was thinking from the first one. You know, he had the ability to reverse time. And, and during this one, I was thinking at certain points, like, well, this happened and they're devastated. But, like, couldn't he just go use his time abilities and go back a few minutes and, like, redo that? Um, yeah. So that was kind of playing in my head. Like, I don't know if that's true to like the first one and if he has all these abilities he yeah, should be no, using them but, definitely so you, uh, yeah go ahead you're saying about the uh, you know the ability to, to change time and yeah. that he did it so easily in the Spider-Man movie No Way Home yeah yeah here it takes like so much effort so much to do in order to get to that point. I just thought that it was a total waste of film. Maybe they could have cut that down and, and make it more presentable because they're dealing with the book. You know, they get the book in the beginning and then it burns up. So they got to go look for the copy and, and, and using uh, Benedict Wong's character, uh, you know, and they got to use, uh, was it Bardo? The character Bardo or, or Brodo? Yeah. They got to get him into the act too because he's the guy that hates supposedly, uh, you know, Dr. Strange's character. So I saw that to be a massive waste of time trying to, to you you couldn't tell which side each of the characters were on. I'm like you're like are they good guys or are they bad guys? I don't know. They're going into a different dimension and blah 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 blah. I'm like come on. All right, so give me an evaluation on this quickly, Jenny. I would say America Chavez was an amazing actress in it. Or well, actually, she's the character. Uh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. Let me let me go through all the character. Let me go through the actors in this thing. Benedict okay. Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, Benedict Wong, Rachel McAdams, Patrick Stewart, Haley Atwell, uh, Chiwetla uh, Ejiofor, and uh, Chichokli Chochik Chicklet. No, Chow. What is it? Zochitl, Bochitl, Don Cheadle, uh, Gomez, Chipotle. I don't know. I just think that <laughs> I'll just call it Chochitl, and I apologize, of course, in advance. Uh, Chochitl Gomez. There you go. By the way, people have said, like, oh, is this a kid's movie? Supposedly it is. I mean, yeah, it's fine. You know, there's a lot of dark themes, but it's, it's PG-13, so you can get away with it. Obviously, most kids are going to want to see the film anyway, so it doesn't really matter what rating it has unless you're, you know, uh, one of these uptight movie theaters, which are not too many around the New York area. They're all letting everybody in now. <laughs> so, yeah, it's in wide release. All right, give us a, a, your opinion. Thumbs up or a thumbs down on uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh 
probably give it a thumbs up. I, I think overall it was better than I expected it was going to be. All right, very good. So there you go. A thumbs up from our brand new co-host on Silver Screen Previews, Jenny Bravada. If you, like I mentioned before, you got to watch WandaVision if you want to keep track of what's yeah. going on here. If you don't follow along, watch WandaVision first, and then you'll get the idea of what's going on. I thought that Cumberbatch was more hollow in this movie than the previous one, emotionally-wise. He feels like a big cardboard box. Olsen is convincing, more as, as Scarlet Witch. And more convincing than Wanda for some reason in this one. I don't know what it, what it was. Uh, there's so much going on that's just hard to keep track of. The effects are great, of course. Yeah, the plot is okay, but just too much going on. Uh, the surprises are good, and we finally, oh, yeah. yeah, and we finally get to see the Illuminati finally. But I think that most people will will be disappointed in seeing what the Illuminati looks like when when we get to the when we get to the, the turning point in the uh, second act of the movie. Act three is strong. Some people will like it. Some people will dislike it. But that's up to you. So go watch it. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Not in love with the film, but it does get a thumbs up. Sort of. <laughs> that's what we do. You know, sometimes you gotta go there. Sometimes you can't give like a full endorsement, but you know, in this case, yeah, it does deserve the passing grade because everybody, they give you fan service. Cumberbatch plays average as Doctor Strange. I thought uh, Rachel McAdams got a lot of airtime in this one, and, and she really did hit it out of the ballpark with her character in the different forms that, you know, she was presented in. All right, let's yeah. move on. Our next film on Silver Screen Previews is Along for the Ride. Now, Along for the Ride is, uh, is rated PG. No, no, yeah, no, it's it's uh, TVMA. It's on Netflix. It's out today. It's a TV, uh, let's see, MA drama romance directed by Sofia Alvarez. Stars Emma Passarow, uh, Andy McDowell, Dermot Mulroney, Kate Bosworth, and Belmont Camelli. The summer before college, Auden meets a, the mysterious Eli, and the two embark on a nightly quest to help Auden experience fun. All right, here's a clip. All right, that's Along for the Ride, the, team, uh, the teen romance drama. Let's go to you first. Jenny Barbada, our brand new co-host on this show, on this program. Uh, what did you think about this one? Um, so the start of it, I didn't like as much. I felt like Emma's character, I don't know, I was just having a trouble to connecting with her. And um, I think that was part of the purpose of it. She was supposed to be kind of disconnected from, from like society and, you know, making friends and having being kind of awkward and also having to deal with her family issues. So I guess her uncomfort was making me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> um, Makes sense. Yeah. But um, as the story progressed, I guess I started to feel a little more comfortable. And there were some really beautiful moments and I think some really wonderful quotes. One thing that I love that was said was, uh, life is is long. It would be pretty boring if we had to stay the same version of ourselves the whole time. Interesting. Um, it's, it's questionable if the main character, um, played by Emma, if she was the one that transformed herself fully, right. or that she was embraced by a different community that also fed her and gave her that community that she she was striving for um, but i think it's kind of a combination of both that she was in the right place at the right time to get the things that she really truly desired for her life good point but one one scene that was uh, i guess maybe it was relatable for me in, in some way but she she goes home early on in the film to or to her father's house yes um, 
to, to bond with him. And he tells her, um, you know, something like, do you like, do you like onion rings? I know a really good place. <laughs> See, she's all excited. And then he hands her money and says, tells her how to get there. And, you know, she's just like, oh, you're not coming with me. And yeah. just that disappointment. Father um, of the year. Yeah. Tremendous job there. <laughs> uh, what the hell is going on here? What kind of family is this? Yeah. Yeah, go get, go, honey, go get me the stuff. Go get me a beer. Go get me a sandwich. Yeah, nice interaction there, uh, Dermot Mulrooney, the character I'm talking about. <laughs> well, the scene that you played the clip in where they're, right? they end up in this uh, secret pie shop. Yes. <laughs> playing games. Um, I love that. I think that's, oh, I love that too. I think and that's a pinnacle moment where she's, you're kind of realizing who she is as a person and how she's gotten to where the place she's at in her social awkwardness and with her family mm-hmm. and everything. Could you uh, relate this film, uh, Jenny, to any other films that you've seen in the past that you can recall with this kind of scenario might come to mind? Ooh. Ah, that's a good question. I feel like, um, there are probably a lot of movies like this. <laughs> <laughs> damn it, it could have been more vague. <laughs> what a damn really question. I'm a terrible question that. man. I, I can't think of a particular film name, but I can say that I when the title of it, Along for the Ride, I kind of thought they were going to be doing more driving. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Film. That's what you thought. You were wrong. <laughs> uh, this reminded me a lot of She's All That from uh, I think 23 years ago because you have the ugly duckling situation not so ugly 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 but yet an awkward character in played by uh, Emma Passero. Uh she does not fit in she's coming into a strange town and they filmed this in in, uh, in North Carolina on the beaches which was really lovely setting it's just fantastic cinematography but go on I'm, I'm sorry just it, the film that it reminded me of was that kind of like she's all that no uh, yeah I, I was wondering where they filmed it I, I was thinking it was a little more north but the beach the costuming everything fit in with the beach theme I thought it was beautiful alright so give us your final take on this even though I've said a lot of good things I don't think I would want to watch it again and I don't think I would want to um, encourage my friends to watch it <laughs> interesting all right. I'm going to surprisingly give it a thumbs down alright alright there uh, we go there we go a thumbs down she does the contrary so this, she's not all mispositive here Jenny will give it a thumbs down so we know that all right so take it into record thank you jenny <laughs> because some people will be just like you know they'll want to please the audience They're like i just want to give thumbs up to everything thumbs up to everything no she goes right for the jugular and gives it a, a big uh, resounding thumbs down very good i on the other hand disagree why because i thought this was a great cast anything that andy mcdowell is in she's just she takes over the screen as she magically does, and that just resonates with her great acting ability. There's a lot of characters here that you care about. You don't want them to fail. You see a lot of uh, warmth that goes through the movie, and that's why I enjoyed this film in the end. It, it brought me a, a new introspective into like a teen romance kind of thing that I'm not really, it's not really up my forte as people would know me, but still, this uh, resonates because it, it's, it's warm. There's a lot of family structure things, friend stuff things going on, and and the plot lines are not as complicated as they are like in Doctor Strange, you know, in uh, part two. Uh, Emma Passero is an actor, an actor to look out for in the future. She has a lot of talent. And I also saw the same thing from uh, Mr. Belmont, Mr. Uh, Belmont Camelli. Uh, very 
strong uh, screen presence. These guys uh, expect big things from them in the future. I'll, you know, just write that down because I see that. I could, I could sense that. Maybe a little bit of Jennifer Connelly. I could see a lot in in Emma Passero. She gives like that that special kind of magic in the the scenes that she gives. She has a, a tremendous uh, acting ability, and you saw that through the throughout the entire film, playing from the 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 extrovert. I mean, the introvert coming into a small town to slowly get to get things going with new people in her life and everything revolving around that beach town so you see all those things and i see do see the big uh, big things ahead for her excellent script yes i thought this was excellent i, I thought the writing and the pacing was well on target here and uh, no overuse of cell phones which is a mistake a lot of these you know comedies and romance and teen movies make today it's just like everybody's on the phone uh, how about putting the phone down? You see a bare minimum here of phone, uh, cell phone usage, which helps the viewer uh, digest the movie a little bit better. And the way it should be done, a little bit more old school like that. Uh, I really enjoyed the film. So in, in, in totality, I think that this is a thumbs up for, you know, along for the ride. Yeah, definitely. There we go. So uh, I give it a thumbs up and Jenny Bravada gives it a thumbs down. All right. <laughs> All right, our next film on Silver Screen Previews is our third and final film. It's called Suicide for Beginners. Now, first of all, let me just say that uh, well, I'll do a public service announcement. In no way do we endorse or promote suicide. So this is just a movie, folks, okay? Just remember that. So this is uh, a film that's not rated, but it's an indie film. So it's called Suicide for Beginners. It has Corey Feldman in it, so just check this out. And I believe here is the clip for uh, Suicide for Beginners. That's the brand new horror comedy uh, movie, Suicide for Beginners, directed by Craig Thiemann. It's in theaters now on a limited basis, also on VOD today. So check it out on your uh, streaming platforms. It stars Will Daniels, Sarah Tomko, Corey Feldman, Nate Panning, and Sid Haig. Garrett is set on murdering Mia. When he, become, uh, when he comes face-to-face -face with her, things quickly spiral out of control and finds himself on a path to becoming a serial killer. Okay, uh, Jenny Bravada, your opinion on suicide for beginners. Okay, so uh, I work and volunteer in a suicide hotline, so this one was <laughs> a little bit triggering for me. <laughs> um, it was say. not what I expected in certain ways. I guess from the title, I thought it was, you know, a guy trying to kill himself but mm -hmm. very quickly on you realize he's actually trying to write a suicide note for someone else that he plans to kill and like yes. fake their suicide so he's trying to figure out how the best way to do that and then other people you know in comic ways start to uh think that he is in danger of hurting himself and they or other people are and they just start piling up in his house and got all these people that he's trying to figure out how to end them <laughs> interesting um, yeah when i was reading uh a little bit of the background of this writing you know the story i heard that the two writers it was ethan hunter and craig Thiemann, hearing them talk about the creative process and coming up with this that they were so giddy and you know they were bursting with ideas and it was it came from a place of being very like comical i guess i got like more maybe like excited to watch it but, ah, okay. Yeah, but then when I started watching it, I was like, I just kept feeling, you know, these different things were, were being triggered with the news and him, you know, plotting things. And it was a little overwhelming for me. 
<laughs> the comic parts, you know, there were some scenes, you know, where he's like, the girl's trying to escape, something's going on, and they're playing this light, jovial music, which was an interesting, um, you know, contrast. Mm -hmm. But still, it was still a little bit much for me. <laughs> interesting. I felt like it was graphic. Um, yeah. You know, it was very graphic. There was a lot of uh, things that weren't necessary, but if you're a person that likes those graphic things and find it could be funny, I feel like this is a good film to watch if you're maybe on drugs <laughs> <laughs> well there's no running around that that's just the basic facts I, I see that you're trying to state here jenny continue i could definitely see that if this was like uh you know uh, people at a frat party or they're drinking making jokes of it i could see that being enjoyable um for me watching it home alone no, it was no go. <laughs> no go. Uh, the, it, quickly on in the beginning, you realize that, and as you described, he gets triggered at first by this girl that he really liked, and then she ends up with someone else. And a little bit on into the story, you learn, you know, more deeply how he kind of snuck into her house and he tried to. He says that he had a key, but he it was not the key to the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he broke in his own way and in his mind he thought he was just doing something nice right. and um, it goes very badly for him in that moment and he realizes she's very much with someone else that starts the seed of his desire to end her mm -hmm. there were some, some things in it that I thought were actually good points for um, shedding light on how light sometimes people can take suicide mm -hmm. where the pizza guy comes and his girlfriend's sitting in the car mm -hmm. they he brings a pizza to this serial soon to be serial killer and um they he thinks the guy may be suicidal he goes and tells his girlfriend in the car and she you know she decides to bake him a cake Right. And he's trying to talk her out of it, you know, saying, well, he might not kill himself. Like, you know, he said he's okay, so he's probably okay. And I think that there's a truth to that, that people often will see signs right. and totally miss it. And they, okay. they put this in a comical way. But I think there's there's very much a truth to that. Final verdict. Oh, definitely. Like, all the thumbs down. All right, very good. All right, so a thumbs down from Jenny Bravada on Suicide for Beginners. You know, I still don't get the comedy in this movie. I never did. It seemed, uh, uh, you know, like you're laughing. They're trying to make a laugh of it and light of it. And you're just like, okay, what, why are they laughing? I couldn't really get anything that they're saying uh, uh, as far as the jokes go. I'm like, what is going on here? Uh, they seemed like also they were trying too hard to make a point. You know, and then jump into next thing and jump to the next thing. And to make a joke, it just seemed all forced. A very weak cast. I don't care what Corey Feldman was doing. Honestly, this had uh, B-level schlock all over it, unfortunately. Horrid editing. I thought, in the end, you you, you know, suicide is not, a, 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 obviously, a, a, a topic you should make fun of. But they tried hard to make it funny. It just it just failed on all, all different levels, unfortunately. And for me, I gave it a thumbs down. And also a thumbs down for Jenny Bravada. So let's do a quick recap of uh, this week's films on Silver Screen Previews. First was Doctor Strange's uh, In the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Jenny, what did you think quickly on this? Um, I think it's a great movie if you like Marvel. It's a little bit different, and I would definitely recommend it. Thumbs up. All right, thumbs up. I also liked it because of the fact that you had such strong sub-characters 
that focused uh, a lot less on Doctor Strange because of his weak cardboard, uh, I guess, persona in the character. But everything else is great. Effects are great. Uh, you'll lose yourself throughout the entire two hours of the movie. So that's, in the end, why I gave it a thumbs up. On our next film, uh, which is uh, Along for the Ride, Jenny? Um, it is a great story of the character finding herself figuring out the fullness of the joy that she can have i i would say um it's not personally one that i love i wouldn't want to watch it again but you know it was it was a good ride for a minute but i'd still give it a thumbs down all right so thumbs down from jenny i gave it a thumbs up i did the contraire because i thought this was a a well-crafted well-scripted well-paced teen romance comedy, which you find very rarely, I think maybe in the last 10, 20 years. This one hits the spot, so it kind of uh, puts a positive spin on on Netflix, which recently has been going through a lot of problems, uh, as everybody knows, but Along for the Ride is a very good teen romance uh, drama. I gave it a thumbs up. In our third and final film tonight on Silver Screen Previews, Suicide for Beginners. Jenny? I would say this was a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like um, I'm really glad the writers enjoyed creating it. It sounds like they had a great time making this up. Um, Probably on set they had fun, but uh, watching it, not so fun and double thumbs up. I also gave it a thumbs down because I did not get the comedy. They just missed on all markers. Uh, I didn't laugh barely on maybe like five times. That's about it. They just tried so hard and being an indie film, the look was terrible. The editing was terrible. I didn't like this film at all. Probably one of the worst films already of the year for myself. So we agree on that one. All right. So uh, Jenny Bravada, brand new co-host here on Silver Screen Previews. Please give us your social media coordinates before we leave. Okay, so my Instagram is Jenny Bravada, um, and then uh, if you wanted to check me out, I have an IMDb page, it's uh, Jenny Michelle Bravada, and you can also Google me, I think it comes up that way. Awesome, alright, so guys, uh, programming note, uh, next Friday we're back on the air again uh, with another four films right here on Silver Screen Preview, so on behalf of Jenny Bravada, I'm Rob Martin, see you then, and we'll see you back here on Silver Screen Previews. Thank you.